It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. Happy Halloween. Oh, it's a spooky episode of Movie Mondays. It is indeed, because it's it's a week where we're actually busy and we have things to talk about. There's a lot of <laughs> news this what, week, Connor. And the spookiest thing was seeing all the news that we missed oh, last week. <laughs> each headline was like a new jump scare in a Five Nights at Freddy's Every game. Every time I read on Twitter, I thought, why did we skip last week? <laughs> why did, why on earth did we take a week off? <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I got engaged last week, so it was a bit of an iffy week. So in terms of... You know, movie news was a bit low on my my list of things. It wasn't to your check main out. focus? Yeah, for the week, at, that, at that moment. So, um, I've kind of been outside the bubble, and then putting the show together today, I said, right, let's go all back in, and like, let's see what we got. And I have assembled, I think, maybe one of the strongest lineups of news we've had in quite a while. One of the news stories we're going to get to straight away. It involves a trailer, um, because oh. it dropped literally. I think a day after we released the previous episode's Movie Mondays, of course. Yeah. As we all know, Kevin Feige listens and he presses upload on YouTube the mm. second we stop recording. I don't want to come out strong, but I think he's a bastard. Um, wow. <laughs> that is coming out pretty strong, actually. I thought that Connor, was mild. Might... I thought that was mild. No, no, ma- no, we got to talk about this. <laughs> um, so before we get started, um, if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. We are currently striving for 100 ratings of five stars on Spotify by Christmas. That is still not Go. more if if well I will accept more we're not just stopping at 100 but I'll take 100 as like no, that's the goal at 100 we delete the podcast I'm, I'm quitting <laughs> we get to 100 I will stop that's actually a reason to like it that's yeah that's a threat that's a valuable threat you can use everyone's like quick to Spotify um, so Sean we're going to start off this week um, with the news of a trailer and not just any trailer, but the first trailer of the MCU's Phase 5, that is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania that dropped last week. Yes, they, um, the reintroduction, I suppose, the, the next time we see Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, mm. or Kang in general. Yeah, uh, he's not a conqueror in this, as far as I can tell. No, no he's not. But this this trailer is very, like... It almost feels like a short film in in a lot of ways because it's like it, it, it's Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, and he's like, he's a celebrity. He's rocking it as an Avenger. Um, he's got his own little team going and then he gets pulled into the quantum realm and he has to fight Kang. What's what's the goal here, do you think? Is it so I, does he fight Kang or is Kang on his side? Uh, 
he, I, there's, I don't know, is it in the trailer or is it just some shot that got leaked? But there is a shot of Paul Rudd abs- with the absolute shit beaten out of him. Okay. Like, <laughs> he is a bloody mess. <laughs> now, do we know Cag did that or maybe Cag was trying to save him? Maybe, maybe. It I like. Could I feel be. like I'm being gaslit, but I think Kang is a nice guy. <laughs> wow. Okay. So the, the the so the quantum realm and like this this world because it is a whole other world just on a microscopic scale mm. um, that they're going about. There is it's it's quite similar to something in the comics called the microverse, um, where Ant Man shrinks way 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 down, and there's a whole other universe down there. Um, but in this, Kang seems to be like. The leader or the 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 lord of the quantum realm yeah. in this. Um and he has we see we see uh like a time chair kind of a thing, which he uses to travel through time. Uh but he's it it's it, uh, he needs Ant Man's help in order to use it, I believe. I suppose, yes, maybe some sort of technology or something. Yeah, because all of his, um, the all of his. So you have Hank Pym, you have uh, Janet Van Dyne, uh, you have mm-hmm. Hope, and you have Cassie Lang. Uh, yeah. They're all the new Ant Man team, and they they have like this beacon that alerts them to th- threats in the quantum realm. Uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer uh, says, "Oh, d- don't, don't, don't turn that on. That's <laughs> she the looks worst at her idea." And she says, "You stupid fucking idiot! What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, prick!" You just. <laughs> You just built a signal to the quantum realm. <laughs> and then she starts beating the head off her. It's really weird. But look, really I it really got across that she wasn't very happy with her, which I look, I'm okay with no subtlety. Well, it seems like Janet Van Dyne encountered Kang in, I'm going to call it the microverse, in the microverse at one point. Because she was stuck was, there. She was stuck there for years, like decades. Mm. Um and but she she hasn't told anyone about Kang, which feels like it. A, 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 like if there was something that she was so terrified of, maybe bring it up once you get back to the real world. As in, like we should never go back there. It seems like a bad idea. Also, really enjoyed the fact that Ant Man is now the first person to face off against Kang in the MCU. Yeah. Like he's going to be the first to face the big bad of the next phase. Um, that's quite cool and it, it does set the stakes as well because if, if Kang were to go up against like a Captain Marvel or so, something yeah it's like there's a, there's a whole wealth of powers there that would make you know even the playing field a bit but Ant-Man can just change size that's the what, thing what, what I will say is that I I don't know if it's just me and I realise obviously the movie has not been released not till next February so it's a whole CGI thing they're still working on it I don't know if I'm into these movies where they go to a different world and it's all on a big screen anymore. And I don't know what that, mm. what way to put that in, in better terms. <laughs> no, I get what you mean, though. Like, I think the best part of, like, Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man, is, you know, that sequence where, like, he shrinks down in the bath and then he's running along yeah. a record. And it's all this weird out-of-scale stuff. Whereas when you put them, they're very, very small, but they're in a world that's also very, very small and yeah. weird. It doesn't look like anything. It just looks like they're in space. Yeah, and I I feel like, I don't, see, I don't even know if it's a me problem or like, I don't want to, I don't even think it's a problem between the, the people who do the CGI or create these worlds. Personally, for me, all I can say is that maybe I don't get the same enjoyment of just like vast screen of like, where's... Where's the stakes or the scale? Because I'm just like, Ant-Man is standing in front of a boulder that is... And and the sky is green. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Like, I don't think it has the same effect. It doesn't have the same wow factor. Um, But I assume the way that they'll do it in this one, in that because it's a micro world and everything's small, is that then you have him be giant man which right. then throws the scale in the other direction yeah i suppose i mean i do like the in, uh, inclusion of cassie like the daughter in within the movie as like she's now part of the team and um, yeah i because I, obviously she's grown up now five years have passed you can kind of throw her in and maybe it's a case of like her growing into the role um and taking over potentially like there's a young avengers there that they're trying to set up 
Absolutely. And yeah, so they have all the pieces in place now for Young Avengers. Mm. So you'll be very surprised if we didn't see that. Also, we see Bill Murray. He's here. Just just moping about the place. Rocking around. I like, I mean, I look, I, okay. I don't think I like Bill Murray. Strong. Strong of him just coming out the game. That whole thing that he has going where he's a weird prick most of the time (laughs) just doesn't do it for me anymore. You're not into it. No, I don't like okay. him. He'll just like, oh, he'll just jump behind the bar and pull a point. No, just fucking be it. Just play along. All right. Just be, in, be a regular human. You're not special. For God's sake, Bill. Come on. I just, I don't get it. I don't get the Bill Murray worship that goes on. So are we, are we starting a Bill Murray feud maybe between yourself and himself? I mean, he probably won't care, Sean, but we can, we can try. I'll take a Bill Murray feud. Why not? You could take Bill Murray. I think you could take him. In a fight, I think I could. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight anyone, Connor. I, yeah, like, but like I'm, if you had to, like he stole your children or, you st- or he killed your parents or something. Jesus, uh, wow. Okay, first, big shock to know my children are stolen, <laughs> being that I didn't know I had them. Well, uh, you don't know anymore. They're gone. <laughs> oh, good. Well, look, I can't miss what you never had, Connor. <laughs> You're like shaking Bill's hand. <laughs> thanks very much. You're <laughs> saving me a load of hassle, actually, lad. <laughs> the, uh, thanks for not killing my parents, though. That was nice, yeah. <laughs> You're a quality guy. Um, <laughs> so this comes out 17th of February 2023, um, which is pretty soon. Like, it's only four months away, basically, at this stage. Um, we have Black Panther to get through still. Are you excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania after seeing this trailer? I actually am. Like, I like the Ant-Man movies. I like Ant-Man, I like Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, even better. Um, mm. I think... They're used, the Ant-Man movies used to be kind of like they're a, 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 I don't know, what's a, a, like a breath of fresh air, like a, it's like a moment to breathe. A palate like cleanser. Big, a palate cleanser, Thank that's you. it. So like after the big event movie, you have a little Ant-Man story going on. Um, but this one seems much more serious and that it's starting off the next phase is yeah. pretty huge. And also Ant-Man should get the shit kicked out of him in this. Oh Yeah. Also, uh, I want to see Modoc in this. I want uh, Darren Cross uh, from the first movie, who was Yellow Jacket. Mm-hmm. I want him to have shrunk down so small that his face got all fucked up, and he got a big head and a special chair that he rides around in. <laughs> that's that's, that's all you want. That's that's all, that's all I've ever for. wanted. That's yeah. all. Look, you've told me that. You've told me that for years that that was your one dream. I told you this before the MC. I told you this before we were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's your tattoo. It is. <laughs> I specifically want Yellow Jacket from the first Batman movie to, to come back as Mordok. Have a weird head and be Mordok. Some said the tattoo was never going to age well. You said no. I'm going to keep doing it. Just keep getting yeah. it touched up. Well, we'll see. Come February 17th, we'll find out if that tattoo. We'll see who's was laughing worse. then. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the trailer came out. Sean, I would say this has given me the same level of excitement in that eh, it's, it's, it's okay. I'll, I'll well, here, And I'll say this again. Um, I don't want any more trailers yeah. of of this movie. Just let it come out. Put this trailer yeah. on again in three months and that's yeah. fine. I, I, I still think I'm on a hangover from tour that I'm still like, oh, I've, I You're don't, still burned. I'm still burned. I've just, oh, Taika. You're, you're, I love Ragnarok, yeah. man, so much. It was, there was never a bigger fumble of the bag in cinematic history. <laughs> so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this one's a big one, Sean. This one is pretty big. Also, I should say straight out, lots of superhero news this week. Um, oh, it's the week so for it. It's, it's a pretty big week. I don't know why, but they like do nothing for the summer. And then they release all the news at once. Um, and that is, of course, Henry Cavill. Sean... I don't want to blow our own trumpet, right? But like, <laughs> oh, we've been right once every four years. We said he was coming back in Black Adam many months ago. And Sean, I think we can all agree that Henry Cavill has, not only did he confirm it himself, he is officially back as Superman. Um, yes. Has been confirmed. He's coming back. I mean, gr- look, great. Love Henry Cavill as Superman. There is a trade-off in that he's no longer the Witcher. I see that he left the Witcher. That is, and they replaced him with a Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth is now yeah, going to be the new... Is, I mean, fine, I suppose. Yeah. 
it's not really there's not really a whole lot of news about like why he left like there's there's things coming out being like oh the writers didn't care about it but Henry it's like a real <laughs> passion like loads, project there, there's loads of talk where he just spent the first three seasons being like we should do this like like the books and they were like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Henry shut up your stupid you beautiful face go get in also, the fucking tub can I just say as well uh, before we'll get into the Superman stuff but in the announcement video that Henry made announcing Henry. that he was First back as Henry yeah, yeah, yeah I love Henry so much yeah. uh, but in the announcement video that Henry made when he was saying I'm back as Superman he was wearing a t-shirt from Warhammer 40,000 yeah now, and, that, and that's I, the way to your heart absolutely it is uh, also my wallet I am broke uh, <laughs> but there is a, there is a character in Warhammer 40,000 uh, called the Emperor of Mankind and he leads this whole crusade. And I think, and a lot of nerds on Reddit would agree with me, that you cast Henry Cavill as the god emperor of mankind, give him a big flaming sword and send him to fight aliens and you print money with that movie. I'm just saying that should happen. Anyway, Superman's pretty cool. <laughs> also, but we also said Witcher, stick a sword in his hand, let him be Gerald, print money as well. And so yeah. now he's left. But... He is back as Superman, which you can also print money with him. So, what can you do? And like, given, and I'm assuming we're talking about this later, but like, given the, the direction DC seems to be taking, mm. we could get a, a very good quality Henry Cavill Superman movie. He even now, said that he's going to bring the joyful Superman back. Because anyone who doesn't know, Superman's been a real sad boy for the last decade. Um, yeah, he's and just you've the explained to me boy. that... He's meant to be the symbol of hope. Like you said to me, Batman at the end of the Batman is more hopeful than Superman. It doesn't make has any sense. Like, how is that possible, right? Ba- Batman's whole thing is he's ultimate to have hope, but Superman, that's his thing. Like, he's. We, we've said this so many times on the show, and I feel like we're repeating ourselves for, like, because there's so much Superman news. He was in, he was out, he was in, then he was out, and now he's back um, over the last few years. It's just, if Captain America can print money for the MCU. Yeah. Why the fuck can Superman not print money for DC? Because, I mean, they're the same boring character. Oh, they'll never sell tickets. People find them boring. But if Captain America works, just have Superman work. It's just, it's the same kind of concept. You have the do-gooder who just wants to be good and everyone else is, like, being a dickhead around them. Yeah. And, and you can do the finding my place and wondering where I belong kind of thing. But like he should never, he should never be as depressed and serious as he was in <laughs> no. Man of Steel or Batman v Superman or no. any of this. No, I like yeah. I as you said, like I do understand you can have a slightly sad Superman. He can be sad when bad things happen, but he's also there as a, as I mean, it's in the comic books a symbol of hope. What's the S stand yeah. for? Stands for hope. I mean, he's, he's there. He's he's just there to be like we can be better. Why can we not be better, guys? Like, yeah, he's something to aspire to. Like, yeah. it's like you can all be Superman. Like, it's I don't look. I no, I'm excited. I think like because Henry Cavill is a funny dude as well, and he's very charming and pleasant and nice. So put all of that into Clark Kent, which mm-hmm. I I can't believe they that they didn't do that. Well, he see the, the problem place. was that he was sad. And that, that's, that is an he issue. He had to be sad because his dad was sucked up by that tornado <laughs> that one time. was t- taken by a tornado for some reason. You're Superman. <laughs> just, you could have stopped that in a heartbeat. <laughs> no one would have seen you. You <laughs> could move faster. <laughs> you could have done it in about a split second. Like You could have saved him and then brought him to fucking, I don't know, Alaska. And you could have done it in maybe oh, seven seconds. Nobody yeah. would have seen him. But the wiser. He would have been grand. And even if people saw you, people would just write it off as like, oh, he was really fast. Because if... <laughs> dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Tim, do you want to see a Man of Steel sequel? Or do you want to see Henry Cavill Superman, but he's kind of not part of that world, but he is? It's all it's all still very confusing. Yeah, I think they need, like, and, like, their one get-out-of-jail-free card, which is Flashpoint, is now fucked. Like, that can't work as it was. Did you see Ezra Miller's face in 26 years in prison? Yeah, yeah, that's, we'll see what happens there. That might push (laughs) the sequel back. 
Um, a few maybe years. Maybe a little bit. It maybe might be slightly. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the idea of the Flash being stuck in prison, uh, quite a quite an app, you know, not to make light of the situation at all. Oh, no, Barry Allen's father, <laughs> absolutely a horrible human. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I think they're trying to replay or recast the Flash as well. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Like you have. I, t- I don't know. I think they're going to be dumb. <laughs> this might surprise you, but I think they're going to be dumb and they're going to break the Batman glass in case of emergency in terms of they're putting Henry Cavill Superman in that the Batman universe because um, they have oh, a thing really? that works and, it, and it's good. That, oh, I don't know if they... I don't, see, I don't know if Superman would work in that Robert Pattinson Batman universe. I think he'd work even better because if he was like the opposite, I but 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 can a man fly in that world? Do you think? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, do aliens exist in yes, the Batman? You, see, once you bring in Superman, you got to bring in everyone. I mean, they are mostly working towards Black Adam versus Superman. That is. That's the end. That's what The Rock wants to happen, yeah. Which, to be honest, kind of fucks Shazam over, really. Because then, what's his job? Yeah, like he's just because Shazam is like basically Superman. Like he's a Superman pastiche, is where he came from. Mm. And so you you now just have two of these characters, um, and one of them is a child, basically, and the other one, up until now, has been really miserable, but is now going to be really really cheerful I guess I think he might be the happiest I think they're going to have him so happy it's sickening like he's just everything just cheers him up have you seen the uh, Black Adam end credits scene that they basically released the same day I have not right okay okay I won't go into that point okay because there's something weird yeah it's fine we won't go into it no go on no 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 Um, no because if you no because you haven't seen it and probably other people haven't seen it um, I don't want to be the one to spoil things, um, but I just, I, I just, I, I wonder where the universe goes next, because at the minute it's all just disjointed, and we need more things confirmed and locked down. What is the Batman situation? It's still just, yeah. Is is Affleck back? You can't bring Affleck back. He doesn't want to come back. Apparently, Baf- Aff- Affleck came back in the Flash for a bit, but maybe, but maybe that's cut now. But they got rid of that. That movie's like that movie's so weird at this point. Then they also got rid of Batgirl. Um, yeah. Also, the Zatanna movie has been cancelled. Just to let you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is DC doing? <laughs> Look, at this point, they're like in that really weird middle ground of like they now have a good manager. But um, what do we do? We have all of the players from the last manager. Yeah. And they're all not very good. Um, they're they're going to need to moneyball this situation, Connor. They are. They're going to cl- they're gonna have to clear everything out and start again, but they don't want to admit it. Um, yeah. So we're moving on to our next piece of news shot. And this is pretty big in terms of rumors or reports go. Because um, I have rumors, speculation, mm-hmm. hearsay, Absolute bullshit. Not the last one. Probably the other three, though. Sasha Baron Cohen has reportedly been cast as the MCU's newest supervillain. Sean, do you know the supervillain that he is being rumoured to play? No, I don't. Interesting, because there's a certain character that we all thought was going to show up in WandaVision. Um, now, there was no. a character was... <laughs> A character that we all were locked in. He's definitely we showing so up in sure. WandaVision. Like, it's, it's basically it's not, confirmed. It's basically confirmed without being confirmed. But unfortunately, we all had our hearts broke. The character was not did not show up. And for some reason, we held that against the show, even though we had come up with that, our own... We had come up with that ourselves. They never actually... Never yeah, told yeah, us. Yeah. Um, but the character I am, of course, talking about is Marvel's devil himself, Mephisto. I mean... I never, th- I never would have cast Sasha Baron Cohen in that role. I don't. My gut reaction is no. But thinking about it, like Sasha Baron Cohen is a good actor and will commit to the bit. 
but do you want a devil who because Mephisto's usually like he's a jokey sarcastic prick mm. but he's usually serious overall whereas I feel you could turn him into like you know like the robot devil from Futurama which I think is the wrong way to go with the character so Cohen's name why this all came up according to reports is that his name has been dropped on the set of Ironheart uh, a forthcoming obviously Disney Plus series uh, production will also soon move to Chicago but more interestingly the actor has also been spotted at the Marvel facilities located oh, outside nice. of London um, so people are putting two and two together and they're thinking well who is Sasha Baron Cohen possibly playing and Mephisto is the one that they've kind of put their hat on that perhaps he is playing Mephisto. Maybe this is all us doing it all over again, but he may be coming eventually. Maybe, yeah. Like, I don't know what Mephisto would add at this point. Yeah, what's the point now? If you were going to do Mephisto, you would have done him in Spider-Man No Way Home, where it's basically the the comic run Brand New Day, where Spider-Man makes a deal with Mephisto and everyone hated it because it ruined so many years of comics. Yeah. But you do it in the movie, and it basically just replaces a lot of Doctor Strange in No Way Home. Like Alternatively, that, you do it in WandaVision, as just he has set up that world. You don't have to yeah. do him any, he doesn't have to be involved in any other aspect other than an after credit scene where he's at the very, 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 very end. And it just it shows him that he's the one who created that universe. Yeah, like, and he's just like looking into a crystal ball or something or smiling. I just, I I would like Mephisto to be more, I don't know, sinister, I suppose, um, rather than jokey. Now, it's not to say Sasha Baron Cohen can't do serious roles, but he's mostly known for Borat. But Mephisto is known that he always gets involved with Doctor Doom. He, he can sometimes be in the ear of Doctor Doom uh, when, you know, he's doing Doom things. Um, that is true. Uh, they also duel th- once a year for Doctor Doom's mother's soul. Uh, <laughs> yes. So that's another thing that happens. <laughs> so, I mean, they, we do know Doom is coming in. Mephisto yeah. would be pretty good. Co- I think what the issue is, they have, they've ran through Tados and all the ma- other villains they have. Like, they have a whole bunch of A-list villains, like, in the vault. And I think now they're like, right, phase five, six, we got Kang. Now we're going to bring in Doctor Doom, bring in Mephisto as a triple threat. Maybe, but I don't know what Mephisto would add going for. I think it's already quite cluttered. You know, like there's a lot of threads hanging there. Mm. Um, and a lot of like, where do we go next? So I think rather than just throwing cool villains and confirming Mephisto for the sake of a meme. Yeah. You just, you lock in on, oh, we're going to do Doctor Doom and Kang really well. And there's going to be these other minor villains in all of the other projects. The, the only way I would see it working is if he's actually a minor character. That he's just a shithouse. That if you're bringing in Ghost Rider, he, he's just in that. that I he- mean, yeah, that would that would be a sensible way for Mephisto to show up. Just have him be in Ghost Rider, give him the powers and then fuck off for the rest of the film. Yeah, like he doesn't need to be anything bigger than that. I think we built him up so much with one division that we kind of ruined him for ourselves. That unless he's like Thanos level, then there's there's nothing that could possibly live up to that. So I think you go the opposite end. That he's just like right, he's just in it. Gives Ghost Rider the powers. We do Midnight Suns. Let's move on with our lives. Yeah, and that might be the way to do it. Um, because. Yeah, I, I think setting him up as a big bad might not be the way to go, but have him just be, even like he's he's just kind of a f- there, like he's a constant, he's a force of nature. Um, he doesn't really care about, I'm going to conquer the world. That's yeah, not his jam. Want that. No, he just wants chaos. Like, I mean, they could main. possibly, like, Kang starts taking over. And I mean, you could have a moment in one of the movies where someone goes to Mephisto and is like, I'm going to make a deal to try and save the earth. And it like f- he just fucks them over because I mean I don't know if you know but Mephisto will normally fuck people over when they make a deal with him. Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible deal with the devil kind of thing. Like, yo, he'll cure your father of cancer, but he'll die while trying to jump seventeen school buses. Later Why on. did he jump those school buses? <laughs> right after he recovered from cancer. <laughs> ah, my cancer's fine <laughs> through the flaming ball of fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I look, I don't hate the casting, the rumored casting, I suppose. Um... But I, I just think 
I would like Mephisto. Maybe I'm burned by Thor again, but like I don't want anything too funny. I don't want anything too quippy and jokey. Uh, mm. I don't want Mephisto to be just this weird dude who makes weird references and has a silly voice. I would mm. like him to be genuine. I would like Brian Cranston to play Mephisto. Oh, that is a very good piece of casting. I mean, just like an air of ju- just an edge. Just yeah. Like, oh, this could this could break at any given second here. Yeah, and he could be like the kindly, friendly dude who gets you in, and then he switches, and then he's fucking Heisenberg, and he's just this like sinister, menacing, terrifying. I, I would person. love that. I just, I just want that one moment where like he just hurts, and someone's like, "Do you see this? Like, you're not serious, are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm deadly serious. Like, uh, like I gave yeah. you your, your wish. You, you owe this to me. I want you to kill them. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I want. That was the deal." So I, th- I I just think that 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 is the route I would go down with that character, mm. um, but look the, the the casting for these movies usually does pretty well. So I'm I'm I'll wait and see if this okay. outlandish rumor is confirmed. <laughs> I mean I, it's outlandish, but also slightly reported. So now I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and it's a small trailer show that we got this week. Um, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas yeah. special trailer. A little, a little romp at Christmas time with the Guardians. A little romp. Uh, um, so next, I, it's going to be a special presentation. Yeah, so again. it's going to be very similar to uh, Werewolf by Night. Um, yes, which is up on Patreon now if people want to We did uh, a review a um, on our Patreon of Marvel's little special presentation that they did just in time for Halloween. Um, it's a bit of a spooky movie. And it includes Manting, which he's the opposite of what you think he is. He's made from a swamp, but he's called Manting. Well, look, they're both friends, um, but yeah, like the, the the Guardians. This is nice to see the Guardians again. After I mean, we saw them in Thor, but like briefly. Um, so yeah, it'd be nice to get a full a, Guardians project. It's nice seeing the Guardians, but also not having to sit through the whole movie. Like knowing it's just going to be like just going to be dumb fun, just probably yeah. for like a forty-five minutes. Yeah, and it feels it feels like it's made with that air, like the Christmas specials you'd see as a kid. That's just like, what if the Guardians went to Earth at Christmas time? Like, like, it, it, sounds, it feels like a proper sitcom. Like a, a, yes. a half an hour sitcom where like, Peter's sad because Gamora's gone. Well, Drax and Mantis, they're going to try and cheer him up. They're going to get They're going to save present. Christmas. They're going to save Christmas for Peter. So they decide to get him Kevin Bacon. Because <laughs> that's Peter's hero. So like, it's just, it's it's a nice idea. It's like, do you know... I don't know if this is a unit like a, a worldwide thing, but like you know, you get the annuals at Christmas, mm. and it's like oh, DC annual, Marvel annual. This feels like a story that would be in a Marvel annual at Christmas. Yes, that's what it is. It's like a proper, just like heartwarming, fun story. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be the most amazing story of all time. We just like seeing Drax and Mantis interact. Um, and Kevin Bacon signing up is just ridiculously funny. Like he's just like, it's yeah, I'll do it. yeah, fuck it, who cares? Um, and they have all like the whole crew. Like Rocket is in this. You got Groot, who appears. Cosmo to be the more- space dog. Um, <laughs> oh, you've got Cosmo the space dog, and like you have um, Groot. He's grown up in this. Like he's yeah, you know, like, early twenties. He's weirdly wide in the face. I don't he, he, care for small it. head, small head, wide shoulders. Small head, white shoulders. He's built like a rugby player at the minute, and I don't. I pref- I will say, I like. I've never loved Groot more than the first Groot we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the old wise Groot. Yeah, the design, the characterization of that Groot is my favorite. Um, but that doesn't sell Funko Pops. So, oh yeah, absolutely aware. But also, that's probably the best Groot if we're all after ourselves. Yeah, and I think that like I I I have a terrible feeling that this Groot is now going to be like a little shitty party frat boy, and oh, that's going to be his personality, you think? which is like I think so honestly, which I don't know. I maybe I maybe look maybe I'm I'm not giving James Gunn enough credit for the character that he, you know, put you know made made so iconic. But I don't know, maybe there's a mandate from Marvel that Groot has to be silly now. I, I'm really against teenage Groot. Like, I really dislike I really Groot. dislike Just, that character. Like, I, I mean, like, the the Groot 
First Groot is great. Second Groot uh, with Baby Groot. Baby Groot, which in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, that's scene where he's getting them out of jail and he keeps bringing them shit. Like, that's ridiculously yeah. funny. Cause exactly, Because just yeah. um, Teenage Groot, I'm just like, oh, just, I, uh, I could not just even... kind of nothing. It's just like, nothing. Like, it's not funny. It's it's just... It's, like, funny for the first second and then you're like, okay, that's... Okay, he's an edgy teenager. So, yeah. I would just like it if he was just, like... He's just in his 20s. He's trying his best. He's not very good, but he, he's he's getting there. Yeah, he's like, he's becoming his own person, I guess. Um, I still don't know how much of the old Groot is in that Groot. Uh, mm. I don't know how that works, but he... Um, he, it, 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 I look. It'll just be nice to see them because they they have that whole family dynamic thing now that they're doing. So yeah. it'll be nice to see that with the like you know surface of Christmas over it as well. Also, is Gamora in this movie? I don't think so, but she is. She does exist because if we're going off Endgame, we have the other Gamora who does exist. Yeah, we have the Gamora that didn't go through the events of Guardians 1 or 2. But is she with them? I think she leaves with them at the end of Endgame. I don't think so, no. She kicks them in the balls and runs off because Nebula goes with them. She Uh, does, she's not in Thor. She's not in Thor, Love and Thunder. Mm, No, she's not in the crew. Um, So she's off doing her own thing, presumably. Um, Right, okay. And I'm assuming she might probably come back at the end of this maybe but i don't know if they would make that big of a a a roster change in the christmas special okay yeah i could see that Um, and also i think zoe saldana's probably shooting avatar when this was being shot so yeah might not have been around no yeah i I definitely feel and like chris pratt was definitely doing mario and garfield because i don't (laughs) think he's going to be in this very much at all i think it's (laughs) it's the drax and mantis show i think they're like drax and mantis are caught they're gonna be in the first four minutes then drax and mantis go on a journey go on a little adventure and then they show back up at the end and they're all just sitting around the tree i think so yeah and Kevin Bacon is terrified. And Kevin Bacon doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> um, I'm, I also, I think that dynamic between Mantis and Drax is is very funny. Um, I don't know if you can hold it for 45 minutes, but we're, we're going to see. No, but those two characters have a surprising amount of like depth. Like that scene in Guardians 2, where they're just talking to each other outside. Yeah. And Drax is talking about his family and he's smiling. And then Mantis like senses his pain. And she's like, holy shit. Like that, like... That kind of stuff. I feel those two play off each other quite well. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, okay, so we're going to move on from the garden. Also, it has that bit where they're bouncing along the grass, uh, all the gra- gardens, and Kevin Baker's just running away. Oh, um, yeah, just, gas. Just ridiculous. Just uh, ridiculous. Um, well, also, I have another rumour about the MCU about a new TV series that may be in development for Disney Plus, Sean. All right. And uh, is it in the MCU? Or is it, it just- is in the MCU, um, okay. and it does involve a one division, which is what we're talking about. An MCU rumor suggests White Vision TV series is in development for Disney Plus. Sean, that is White Vision. White Vision. So it could follow. There's a run of comics called Vision Quest, where mm. it's it's where the White Vision thing comes from. Like Vision loses himself, has to, has to find himself back. There's a character called Wonder Man who some of Vision's personality comes from. And they're like, oh, Wonder Man, we need to get your personality. And Wonder Man's like, no. And they both love Wanda because it's the same personality. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Uh, But suffice to say, I think it will pull from that, but mostly be about Vision rediscovering what it is to, you know, doing all the, the how to be human kind of thing. Because coming out of WandaVision, we have Monica Rambeau, uh, she's going to be in the Marvels. We've got Agatha Harkness. She's getting her own series for couldn't some reason. Give a shit. Um, I know could, not hand, could not care. But Paul Bettany's White Vision. Uh, he's kind of just like he's like the hanging trade that nobody yeah. really knows what's going on with. So Hollywood insider Jeff Snyder has revealed that the latest rumors is that he will be getting his own MCU Disney Plus show. Um, I mean, I. <sighs> I feel like this kind of goes under the Agatha, Agatha Harkness uh, banner of like, yeah, cool, <laughs> fair enough. But what if it's, what uh, for a bit, one for a better term, what if it's good? Um, you know that bit 
where the two visions are talking to each other in one division. Like instead of having a punch up and laser fight, they have mm. a conversation. Ooh. Okay. What if it's that vibe for you know, six episodes or whatever? I mean, yeah, but they could also do a thing of um the West Coast Avengers. Like That's true. He is it, often on that team. They could include something to do with that. I mean, I don't know if there's enough in vision to carry a series is I, I think there's enough to maybe carry a short special but I don't know if you're getting six or eight episodes over yeah yeah that's true it's wild okay first of all it's wild that he didn't show up in Doctor Strange Multiverse oh madness like, well, multiverse well, the, the very same the very uh, same <laughs> but I I, I think look I think Paul Bettany could I would like to watch Paul Bettany just do his own thing for a bit uh, with the character of Vision. But also, we saw so much of that Vision growth already, like through Age of Ultron and then on to Civil War and things like that. And he was, you know, he was learning what it was like to be his own person and to be, for yeah. want of a better word, human. And we saw that growth over several films. And then it's gone. And now do we just watch it again? And he yeah, like because he now has, but he also now has his memories back. Like his memory has been restored. He just doesn't have the power of an Infinity Stone. Yeah, but like objectively, he doesn't need it because he did quite a lot of damage. <laughs> he's, and can he's still, okay. He's pretty okay. He can still fly and phase himself through things as yeah. White Vision. Like he's but basically also, the same. The se- the backup to that though is that Wanda's now gone. So like. Well, is she? She's under a bunch of rubble. I don't think yeah, they'll bring not one into this series. No. I, maybe there'll be references to her. Maybe he goes looking for her, learns what she did, all this kind mm. of thing. Because I think the conceit is that the vision that was in Westview and was a simulation, essentially, could, it could only transfer the memories, but not the emotions attached to them. Right. So, I think that's it. And okay. so White Vision has all the memories going on, but it, he doesn't remember how they made him feel. That's he just knows it, fucked. It's twisted. Like, and he yeah. just knows it's, these events happened. So, right. Hmm. also and a, a, has... Oh, go on. I was going to say, there's a comic book run where Vision has a really weird fucked up Vision family. Uh, so I think we, he might, like, make a little family for himself to it's try like and... Another, it's re- like a repeat of one division. Kind of, but he's going to do real fucked up with, like, mannequins, I bet. Oh, <laughs> I think that'll be fun. Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, Pop Andy actually has come out and said, like, I don't have a contract, <laughs> like, in MCU. So, like, they probably could. It would have had to come to them coming to him and offering him, like, we got a series idea. So yeah. it wasn't just that they have him locked in for another thing and they're like, oh, fuck it, we'll just write it. Because, I mean, we have to pay him anyway. Um, so I'd be interested if they if they came to him and they were like we have a series and we think there's enough meat on the bone that we can get another vision series I'd be very I don't know man I'm just like just do a better other series <laughs> like yeah there, there has to be somebody else that you could do yeah like do do Ghost Rider do just confirm Moon Knight season 2 why not uh, but make it better um, make it, oh they have well they haven't but they have Oscar Isaac has come out and was like we are probably get the season 2 yeah it's like the system that is Stephen Mark etc will return it's like cool that's fun um, <laughs> that's, that's cool I'm mild about the thing but also maybe instead of doing Division and Agatha series pay your VFX artists more Oh, hot take Interesting. Pay for their work. Pay them less. Make them work no. more. <laughs> no, you've gone wrong, Connor. You've what? gone wrong again. What have I done? I'm good at maths. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is what I think you're going to be excited about. And I've thrown this in, in amongst all the good news. <sighs> in amongst all the comic book Jesus. news. That Why there is a sequel this? that is, has been years. announced. <laughs> There's been a sequel that's Four been announced that I think... You're going to be excited about. He's lying. Is- I know he's lying. <laughs> it's a sequel to everyone's favourite 1996 disaster movie, Twister. Yes, Jesus. there's another Jesus. one this in is, the works. This is already the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Come on, hit me with the, hit me with the information. 
legacy sequel Universal are se- actively seeking out a director to direct a 1996 disaster movie legacy sequel starring Bill Paxton and Heli- Helen Hunt as a pair of storm chasers Sean if you remember correctly that cow was was in the twister that was the take was doing a twister it was like mm-hmm. the wizard of Oz uh, yes, with that cow in that twister uh I'm, it's just going to be another disaster movie. Is it a remake of Twister? Is it a sequel? Is it a prequel when the weather was fine? What do we do um, here? So, I mean, at the minute, what we know is that they're in, they're on the lookout for identifying a director. So they don't have a director yet, Universal don't. But right. Deadline are reporting. They're looking at Top Gun Maverick director Joseph Kaczynski, who, I mean, Top Gun Maverick... Got a lot of praise. Got a Pretty lot good. of praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, true. That is they're true. They're also looking at the Bumblebee director, Travis Knight. Um, they're also looking at the Prey director, Dan Trachtenberg, to direct. Um, I mean, Prey is class. Have you seen Prey? Prey? Prey is also amazing. So, I mean, look, what I will say is if you were on a wish list, you would aim for the good movie directors as well. And then oh, one yes. by one, they will say no. And then you would have to go with Roland Emmerich. <laughs> You'll work your way down to Roland. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But what if Left Field, they announced Jordan Peele, is directing the Fuck. Twister reboot? <laughs> but he's going to be busy with Blade. Yeah, he is definitely going to be busy with Blade. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just manifest that into the world. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just hoping it happens. Um, but I, I, I don't see why... We need another Twister movie. What are you talking about? Disaster movies are right. They're hot. They're hot Why right now, Sean. Can what? But 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 in the like uh, look. So films <laughs> are meant to be escapism, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. why would I watch a load of films about severe and escalating weather events? <laughs> it's in so a world goes in real life. Ha! Huh, it's uh, imagine that happening. We're but back like, in ninety six. What about an even bigger cow? Like, I'm talking like a real big one. Like, oh, it's full of milk. But that's the only reason anyone will go and see this fucking thing. Is like, oh, what reference did they do to the cow? What's (laughs) happening there? How like, do you how do you reference it without referencing it? You have to like the milkman's truck. He gets taken off. Yeah, or like I don't. It's it's or. Or it's 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 either got to be a really subtle reference of like oh there's it's a child holding a cow toy, or mm. it's like it's four hundred cow like it goes through a dairy farm, and it just it's a cownado at that point. <laughs> also, my favorite bit is how they introduce it is that um, uh, the writer of that will be the script has been written by the revenant screenwriter Mark L. Smith and um, considering how that movie dealt with humans battling against the force of nature he appears to be a natural fit for the project Sean (laughs) bear does not equal tornado though (laughs) what about a bear in a twister bearnado fairly sure that that's that's definitely been done that that has to be sharknado versus bearnado well, I know, unless this is one of those weird projects that just gets like the best writer, director and best cast for no like, reason. If they get Dan Trachtenberg, Prey director, or even the Top Gun director with the Revenant screenwriter, <laughs> this movie's like completely overstacked for something that doesn't need it. Yeah, and like it's... It, 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 it like it doesn't need to be made it also doesn't need to be attached if you wanted to make a movie about a tornado you don't have to attach it to the 1996 film Twister mm. like you're just doing that in the in the, the hope that it will get you like I don't know 5% more return on investment do people like Twister well not like they liked it they got like it's a grand movie like, it was like a big big movie a few times and it's like yeah but, whatever but I mean I I always consider that like that gets thrown away Independence Day and we all seen how good the sequel to Independence Day was mm. a few years ago me and my uh, so dad good. turned it off after 20 minutes <laughs> so well it was resurgence it's coming back Sean um, well when, it's when, yet when to I return went, <laughs> yet to return still haven't clicked play again <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like disaster movies are so 1995 to 1998 that I don't know if people care anymore I just said the world is also fucked now like it's literally on fire somewhere right now as I'm speaking yeah. That there's literally tornadoes fucking things up. 
Everywhere. <laughs> it's, like, it's very hard to be like, oh, fuck, I'm watching this to escape. <laughs> this is weird. This is why I'll watch the aliens attack Iron Man for a bit. Like, because I'm like, that's not happening right now. So let's see what it's like. <laughs> you look out your window, you're like, nope. Only the volcanoes are uptick. Yeah. <laughs> no aliens. Check one for me. What's that volcano movie? Not volcano, but the one Armageddon. Uh, no, 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 not Armageddon. One. It's it's called volcano. No, Is what's it called, it called? Volcano? What's the one where they redirect it using a fire truck? They oh, redirect is, the lava. Is that not volcano? Is it? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to search volcano. For, was Tommy Lee Jones in one of them? There, that was. I think that's the one you're thinking of. And also, the egg falls on the floor at the start of the movie. The lady's yeah. making eggs and it falls on the floor. Yeah, Volcano 1997, excuse me. It's 1995 to 98, all disaster movies, and then we just we just chilled. Then there was another Volcano movie at one point. Oh, Dante's Peak, that was the one. Ah, that uh, was the one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you also got Pompeii starring Kit Harrington from 2014. I went to the cinema to watch Pompeii, I remember Did that. you actually? I, I paid a ticket. I was probably one of the only five or six people that paid tickets to see Pompeii. And I'll and were tell you... you I, oh, I was very impressed. Because I was big Jeez. on Game of Thrones. And I was like, Kit's in it. He would never lie to me. I'll support Kit. And <laughs> I, I'm going to support Kit. And, and Kiefer Sutherland was there. And his face yeah. couldn't really move. He'd had a, he had a bit of work done beforehand. He had some so work was, done, but haven't we all? <laughs> haven't we all? But he, he was not very surprised, was what I would say. Do you <laughs> the know volcano what? erupted and he couldn't show surprise. <laughs> John Pompey, it's based on a book. Uh, I read the book in school for my leaving cert. Oh, uh, good. And the the book is all about, it's like this dude who makes aqueducts and he's just going around telling everyone like, no, the water's fucked. It's full of sulfur. Something yeah. bad's going to happen. And they're yeah. all like, ah, but this is like Rome. Like, it's like, we're, we're going to go eat and have sex. They're and like, then, shut up, nerd. <laughs> Get out of here. And then the volcano explodes and everyone's just like, yeah, he's right. And then uh, it's Pompeii, so they're all dead. Keep for something like, oh no! I've only got twenty four hours to save this. <laughs> um, Sean, we're moving on. I, I thought you'd be excited about Twister. I thought you'd be more excited. Well, you thought wrong, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, are we taking Roland coming in? I, th- I think. Look, Roland will take it. Like Roland, Roland will, will do take that anything. Work. At this I point. mean, he is working on the Moonfall sequel, Toonfall. <laughs> Toonfall. Bugs Bunny falls turned. Oh no! <laughs> um, we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, with the pretty big news that I really wanted to talk about because I'm pretty positive that it has like a. Like, this is possibly one of the biggest news stories we've covered in quite a while. This would be the equivalent of if Kevin Feige was ref- was replaced by yeah. somebody else because. Every movie right now is a superhero movie, or they want to be a superhero franchise movie. And so everyone knows, you got Marvel, they got Kevin Feige leading the line. Normally, he has everything under control. On the opposite side, if we're looking in sports team analogies, the DC team has been a bit roughshod. Um, yes. They change managers every, I would say, every every few months. And then they're like, new direction. I don't like that direction. Let's go back to the old direction. Don't like that one. Let's go an even newer direction. You can't keep up. Um, But what we finally have is some pretty big news. That is, James Gunn has been brought in to run DC Studios for Warner Brothers. I mean, huge, right? Like, yeah. Great for James Gunn, but that's someone as well who's proved himself. In, not in just, like, he's a great Marvel person and so let's get let's steal him. But he also made The Suicide Squad, which might be the best DC comic book movie. Yeah, it's it's definitely def- it's definitely top three. Um, but, I mean, it's very surprising news, is what I will say. This came out of, like, left field. There was no announcement whatsoever. Um, Warner Brothers, if anyone has to know, they have been searching for a new... Uh, leader for quite a while. Uh, Jeff Johns was brought in for a little bit, then he was kind of rumoured to be brought out, then they were slagging um, The Rock uh, when yeah. Black Adam was coming out, they were like, you're going to be the leader? And he was like, I might be. I might no, be. Doing, like, his weird no. charisma. <laughs> um, and so, boss, uh, the previous boss, Walter Hamada, left um, as DC, he was not very happy with the how Warrior Brothers were running the the area because they've had a few I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news Sean but mm. they've been in the news recently for being a bit 
um, hmm, uh, what's the best way to describe it? It's chaotic. Cha- yes, messy, unorganized, uh, mm. undisciplined. I would say mm. um, um, they get rid of movies. They they got rid of Batgirl, even though it was all filmed and was being edited. Then they cancelled it. Um, but they got to write off all that tax. So Blue, Blue Beetle is like, ooh, it's oh, every week, man. every day. Blue Beetle must go to their emails. It is like today's the day. Today's, <laughs> today's, today's the happening, one. guys. Like it's a terrible <laughs> morale to work with. Uh, they, Black they Adam, got, by all accounts, well, is fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they got rid of hundreds of shows of uh, all of their streaming services to save a whole bunch of money and they laid off a whole bunch of people which is not very good whatsoever um, but they're aiming to find the equivalent to Marvel's Kevin Feige and so they have reached out and they have now brought in James Gunn to lead that area with his producing partner Peter Safran I mean it's a pretty good it's a pretty good gamble isn't it to be like, mm. oh, let's get the guy who makes all the really good comic book movies, put him in charge. <laughs> it's it's so it's so interesting because like D- James Gunn, I think for all for a long time, like he has said he loves all comic book movies, and it's so weird that when we started this show, Marvel had fired him. Do you remember? Yeah. That? Like he was he was out, like he was done. Um, he was finished and he was never coming back, ever. He was ever coming back. And so then DC were like looking to even get him to do one movie. And now he runs the DC. And should I have news? It's no longer the DCEU. <gasps> the DCU is what it's called. The DCU. Which makes way more sense. They should have done that to start. <laughs> they should have really locked that in earlier, shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Gunn and Safari, they had been spotted talking with Warner Film bosses uh, Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi. Um, and it was put down originally that Gunn was just pitching new DC movies. And mm-hmm. But instead, apparently the studio was doing the pitching as he was going to be the new CEO of, of the DC Studios. It, look, it, what a glow up for James Gunn for making like he made this weird <laughs> low budget horror slither back in the day. Yeah. Wrote on the Scooby-Doo movies, made Guardians and is now the head of the DCU. <laughs> It's so fucking crazy. Like, it's absolutely mad. I, If they were going to do this, I 100% t- think they probably went to Matt Reeves first. Do you think they, yeah. they asked Matt Reeves first? I think so, but I, I, I think it might have just been a, hey, it's here if you want it. Because he gets first refusal, I think, on Warner Brothers properties. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not saying that, like, he was... I'd say he probably just said, I don't have the time. I don't want to get that involved. I want to, yeah. like... I it would also muddy the waters a bit further as well in terms of like which universe is which. Yeah. And so whereas the James Gunn, I think this could be a really good idea or a really bad idea. Nobody knows at the minute because it's not something that's ever really been done before. <laughs> no, but I also think like it's all well and good hiring James Gunn. But if the heads of Warner Brothers keep doing the same shit that they've been doing and trying to take control of every production and changing it to what they think would work instead of trusting creatives, then it's just going to be the same problem with a different fucking person at the head of it. I I do, but I think James Gunn has the name power, which is something that they haven't had before. Because anyone in that job is just like somebody. Nobody really knows. Whereas James Gunn has a bit of leeway that he's like, I'm good at my job. And the the great thing about the Suicide Squad, even though it really bombed kind of in the box office, was that movie was written start to finish. He didn't have anything in regards to editing. So they didn't tell him what to do. He was like, I'm only doing this if you give me freedom to do it my way. And that's the only reason I'm doing this. That's the only reason it turned out as good as it did. Yeah. Um, Uh, So... I don't know. I, I'd be very interested to see how this works out. Like, is he going to be good? Is he stopped doing movies then? He's more so going to be like... In the production side. Maybe. I mean, there's nothing to say he can't do both, is the thing. Um, and it might give him more freedom to do, you know, move, other movies that he might want to make that might not fit into a comic book. Mm. But he can still just still have his toe in the comic book world. Um, and I will say, it, like... It, 
with the the whole DC Marvel rivalry thing, Kevin Feige did come out and he was like, no, I will be first in line to see the the next James Gunn DC project. Like, that sounds great. And especially because he was involved with the Peacemaker show. Yes. That was obviously a big success as well. Like, they want to bring him in because he seems to know what the fuck he's doing. Um, But now he knows what he's doing when you give him a movie. Does he know what he's doing when you give him a studio? And that's no, that's not an insult to James Good. That's just no, like, no, no. But you just, just because Messi's a really good player, I'm not going to like make him manager. <laughs> You're now manager of the team. Well, that's the oh, thing. Yeah. Skills don't always translate like that. Yeah. But if you're looking for someone to have an overview of a universe and like where different characters are and where they mix and everything like that then he's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at bringing together a large ensemble of characters and making them all play well together. What I will say is they have come out and stated that he won't be sitting in an office all day. As part of his four-year initial DC exclusivity deal, he'll still be making movies and TV shows, but he'll also be handling executive decisions around other films and filmmakers at the same time, which I think... Looks good on paper, but I don't think anyone can do those two jobs at the same time. No, but maybe it's the case of like instead of something going to the Warner Brothers board, it would be given to James Gunn instead to be like this is the this is the route we take. You know, right? But see, I I think if he's doing a series, it's very hard to then be like, okay, well, let's cast this new Zatanna movie that we're doing on the side. Mm. Like, I think you can all be all or not. Like, I think his movies might suffer just because he's being pulled in several different directions. Like, Kevin Feige doesn't do films. He brings other people in to do films. So, would be a cool idea if James Gunn brought a Taika Waititi, though. Oh, man, that that would be great. That could never backfire at all, could it? I think <laughs> no. I'm so burned on Taika, man. I don't know. It <laughs> but, wouldn't be a selling point to me anymore. But you know what's bad is, if you gave him a DC movie, I'd be like... Fuck it, let's see what goes on. <laughs> let's see what happens. Okay, Monkey's Paw, you've made a wish. Uh, Taika Waititi is directing the Nightwing movie. Mm. I think he could do it. Really? I think he could, yeah, I think he could do it. Wild. Absolutely yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> I I think... Um, do, do you, where do you see DC going then with James going? Like, is, All is this the way to the top. <laughs> Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Is he going to be fired? Is he going to be kept around? Mm, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to... Like, DC seem to be making plays and making moves to make better things. Mm. Uh, like, they they have a Superman. That's great. They, they have, have Black some, Adam. They have Black Adam. They have Shazam. They have Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Maybe. They don't have a Batman. Cyborg won't talk to them anymore. Rightly so. Uh, you Rightly got, so. There was a Batgirl. There isn't anymore. Michael Keaton might be there, but really he's not. Uh, the Flash. Let's not talk about the Flash. <laughs> let's not talk about the Flash. Peacemaker still kicking around. The Suicide Squad are all pretty good and entertaining. Uh, Amanda Waller is still doing her thing. Keep Viola Davis for all she's worth. And am I missing anything? Any other DC properties? Harley Quinn uh, and the Birds of Prey. The Birds of Prey are probably somewhere. They got Margot. Uh, they got they got Margot locked in for another one. That's it. That's it. So you have you have all the all those connections there. Uh, and Weasel is still running about somewhere on that island. <laughs> so Weasel. Weasel's locked in for a new series. Oh, the Weasel series, of course. Um, <laughs> I think it's messy, but just pull it together as best he can, and then make good movies. Let's let's see what happens. I think I think it could be a good idea, but also if it doesn't work, he could just go back and keep doing good movies because that's well. What he this does. is the thing; he's quite um, a good man at making movies. So, shot. I think that's it for this week's movie Mondays. What a busy week! And, and you, you still found time, Connor, to throw in something to annoy me. So, thank you very much for that. Uh, just for my own shits and giggles. Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout-outs to everyone over on the Patreon who continues to support the show and helps keep it going every single month. Shout-outs, of course, go to Roisin, Chunky Lobes, Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Spooky Waffles, Bones Rattling, Ghost Wailing, Wolves Howling, David Clark, Sean Chuckin' in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helmus, Lil Dicky, Funny Observation McGrew, 
Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor and Lorraine, and Russ, Gravity Brings Me Down, Parfit. Thank you all so, so much for the support. We hope you enjoy the Werewolf by Night uh, review that we put up on the Patreon. There's also a whole bunch of other stuff up there if you want to check it out. And that does, being a Patreon, automatically gets you an invite to the Christmas chat that we'll be having later on in the year. So link to that in the description or patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast if you want to check it out. There's also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Uh, Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Mead. I should see you all next week, please. Bye. Bye. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.